You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and, of course, watching live on our YouTube stream. You can catch us there. We got uh, my man Chris Bavona holding us down the Manimal. He's going to take good care of you. Later on in the show, we're going to open up the phone lines at 844-843-687 line. And, uh, you know, we're trying to help you out as we look ahead to what you need to do if your team, you know, had a tough loss, if you had a big surprising win, or if you need help tonight with some decisions on Monday Night Football as the Arizona Cardinals host the Dallas Cowboys. After we take a break, I'm going to be telling you guys about my uh, one of my big trends and takeaways for week three and I tell you it has to do with these home underdogs that I've been telling you guys about for the entire season we have another example of that tonight in Monday Night Football I'm going to be talking to you about all of my trends and big time takeaways from week three and how you can spin that forward and apply it for week four and beyond I'm also going to be going you know game by game and giving you my recap on what you really need and then listen we got a poll questions up here right now on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds at FN TSY Radio. I want to ask you guys, who is your diamond in the rough? You know we talk about our diamonds in the rough every week here on the Fantasy Freestyle. My poll questions, though, are uh, here are my options. Sterling Shepard, New York Giants wide receiver, who's owned in only 35% of leagues, and I believe he is going to ascend. I will tell you why later on in the show. Is it Duke Johnson, who's owned in only about 50% of leagues for the Cleveland Browns? Listen, Isaiah Crowell, he talked about a big game, but it didn't really happen, and that was against the Colts. Duke Johnson is the guy who delivered. Maybe he's the one who helped you win week three. Or was it Tyler Gabriel? Tyler Gabriel, this Atlanta Falcons offense, I've been saying it for weeks, is sustainable and scary regardless of Shanahan. They continued. Or is it someone else? Who helped you out? But remember, listen. A diamond in the rough is not somebody that's owned by everybody, okay? Even my boy Chris Thompson was owned by 76% of people in Yahoo leagues. Remember, I've been on him for a while. He's gone up from 30-some-odd percent to 70% because people are listening to the fantasy freestyle. I also asked you on a poll, who was the one who defecated the mattress for you in week three? Who was the fugazi that you need to forget about? Was it Cam Newton who couldn't do it even against the Saints? Was it Amari Cooper who was struggling with a drop issue as I have been saying on this very show, or was it Travis Kelsey, who was my pick as the number one tight end, and he did not deliver? Let us know at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds as well. Listen, when we come back, what we're going to get into is news and notes and injury impacts. Football is a violent game, as you know. What are the implications? Who are the people you need to look at on the waiver wire? Ahem, Mr. Smallwood in Philadelphia, perhaps. And then also my big-time trends from week three, and then later on, we empty up the phone lines. All that and more. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. 
wanted to go to Minnesota but never had a reason to? Well, this year, that's where the big game is. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network wants to send you there. Starting in week four, we are giving away free tickets to the big game on February 4th in Minnesota with our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer our four trivia questions right and you're going to the big game. Listen in next week to find out what shows and what times the contest will be running. It's the big game trivia challenge sponsored by TKMS only on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's like one, two, three, most deaf and Talib quality. A little reflection eternal right there for you. As we come back, dropping stats over beats, it's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are live in Studio 34. We got a lot of people walking by wondering what is going on, but they need to know that Speeds the Spitting Statistician can help them win their leagues and win that cash. As we get out of week three, let me tell you about some of the uh, news and notes and most importantly, some of the injuries that you need to understand moving forward for your fantasy team. First big injury that happened yesterday, Darren Sproles. Man, if this isn't a bad day, I don't know what is. Darren Sproles broke his arm and tore his ACL in that game against the Giants. He, listen, if it was just the broken arm, he might have come back and been one of those IR designated to return kind of players. But with the ACL, it looks like his season is definitely over. And there was a lot of noise that this was going to be Darren Sproles' final season. So it could be the end of the career of Darren Sproles. I got to tell you, man, this has been a guy who has been doing it for years, whether it have been in San Diego, in New Orleans, or in Philadelphia always a reliable guy really uh like one of a kind in the nfl for, for this generation moving forward though i gotta tell you wendell smallwood is the ad i believe he should be the number one overall waiver wire ad because he is going to take that darren sproles role in the offense it may be a second chance for Legarrett blunt to get some early down work but he really wasn't doing much at all i think as games continue it's going to be wendell smallwood that gets the bulk of that work coming out of the backfield for philadelphia Reports in Minnesota, you know, we hear about how Sam Bradford mixed again. Case Keenum, though, popped off going to my man Stefan Canyu digs it. There are now reports that uh, former quarterback Teddy Bridgewater could be ready as early as week seven, kind of almost coming off the pup list. Crazy. Right around the same time, they're now saying Andrew Luck might be ready. Um if Sam Bradford is at 100%, this could be an option in Minnesota. Keep an eye out for that. In New Orleans, the suspension is now over for Willie Sneed. Okay, it was a three-game suspension. He is going to be back for the Saints as they take on the Dolphins in London in Week 4. I expect him to get involved right away. And kind of, I think that's a downturn for guys like Ted Ginn Jr. and for Kobe Fleener. Michael Thomas, however, will be fine. Seahawks stud-wide receiver Doug Baldwin has had a groin injury. He's going to have an MRI, it looks like, today. Um, this could be an issue. Doug Baldwin is the security blanket for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson and that Seahawks offense has not looked good anyway because of the offensive line. Doug Baldwin really helps Russell stay afloat. If Baldwin is gone, that could be a big, big problem. The only person who stands to gain, you know, maybe Jimmy Graham gets a bigger tar- target share, but also keep an eye out on Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson is the number two real wideout over there and someone that Russell Wilson already looks to. We'll be talking 
talking about that as we talk about our heaviest waiver wire ads on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Samaj P. Ryan, he left Sunday Night Football with a hand issue. He looks day-to-day. This could be mean even more of my guy, Chris Thompson. Listen, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, I don't know how many times I got to tell you. I was on Chris Thompson before the season even started as the Washington running back to own. He is now rated number four overall in fantasy football. Michael Crabtree also left Sunday Night Football because of a chest issue. It did not really matter. The Oakland Raiders laid an egg on Sunday Night Football. Listen, Julio Jones stud Julio Jones is dealing with a lower back issue okay he's gonna play through it but it just seems like Julio is always banged up and playing through I would rather hear about this starting after week like nine or ten not starting after week three a back issue could be something that lingers think about what this could mean for guys like Muhammad Sanu and Tyler Gabriel as well it could be very interesting for those options because listen this Atlanta offense is going to keep it rolling last thing I'll let you know about Mel Melvin Gordon for the Los Angeles, not San Diego Chargers. He missed big chunks of the second half in that game against the Chiefs yesterday. And they're now saying that he's got a bone bruise. Remember, he was listed as questionable. He has knee issues in his past. It looks like he's got a bone bruise. They're calling it minor. But I think this is also something that could linger for a guy who has had microfracture surgery in the past. You know, could be an issue for Melvin Gordon moving forward. All right. As we keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I want to tell you some of my biggest takeaways from the week. Remember, I did this after week one, and I told you about the bad offensive line play. I did it after week two, and I told you about how running back was a young man's hustle. What I want to talk about today are these home dogs. I told you about that when I made my picks going on over to mybookie.ag, and I told you you could enter the promo code FREESTYLE. I told you these home dogs are where to go. You know what the home dogs did? They were nine on the slate one of them is still tonight but you know what the eight have done so far they went six and two okay it started with a cover on thursday night football from the niners but yo the bills were home dogs everybody loved the broncos bills win 26 16 the bears were home dogs everybody thought it was crazy people were picking the steelers and knockout pools left and right the bears win outright 23 17 people were thinking it was crazy that the colts were so horrible they were home dogs they beat the browns by three 31 28 the new york jets j-e-t-s people thought they were going to go 0 and 16 I told you. I told you this was not the week to play against them in Survivor. I told you about the Dolphins traveling cross country. I told you that they were going to be a little bit faded with guys like Ajayi Parker and Landry all banged up. Yep, the Jets won outright 20-6. to We told you about the Washington football team. Same scenario for these Raiders. Everybody thought the Raiders were the darlings who were Super Bowl contenders. They travel across the, car- the country in a tough spot for a non-conference home game. A road game. I tell you about it all the time. The Washington football team, they were home dogs. They won outright. The only here are the two against the spread. They were six and two against the spread. Here are the two. First was the Detroit Lions catching three points against the Atlanta Falcons. Did you see the end of that game? You see the controversial replay that was reversing a Golden Tate touchdown? They hung right in there. I got to tell you, these Lions showed me a ton in a loss. I told you that was going to be a last team with the ball kind of game. I told you to buy the extra point there, buy the hook. If you did, you might have been okay. The Lions also kept it close. And the other one was the Chargers. They lost to the Chiefs as a home dog. But listen. 
The only teams that can get through this kind of like home dog obstacle are the Falcons and the Chiefs. The only undefeated teams that are probably number one and two in everybody's power rankings right now. That's what it takes to overcome the home dog in this league. I'm telling you, people thought I was crazy picking home dogs. Six out of eight of them hit, and we have one more tonight. So if you like the Arizona Cardinals, you need to go on over to mybookie.ag and throw a couple of shekels on them. Listen, it's on Monday. I like to hold myself accountable. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know I talk about the things I got right and the things that I got wrong. Here are some called shots from your boy Speeds, the spin statistician, building credibility. First of all, Chris Thompson. How many times do I have to tell you guys about Chris Thompson? 231 receiving yards after three weeks. That is most among running backs in the entire NFL. He had 150 receiving yards last night. I told you he was the back to own. I hope you listen to me. Big shout out to Pashta Kozlov on Twitter actually thanking me for the call about Chris Thompson. That one is for you. You know, it's on the humble. I won't even charge you for that one, okay? Also, I told you about Joe Mixon. I told you that this was going to be the week that Joe Mixon joined the fray with all these young rookie running backs like your Dalvin Cooks, like your Leonard Fournette, you know, people that popped off like Kareem Hunt. I said Joe Mixon was going to join the party this week under new offensive coordinator Bill Laser, and he absolutely did 101 combined yards on 21 touches. He, I believe, is the ascending new back in Cincinnati. Jeremy Hill, only eight touches. Giovanni Bernard, only five touches. Mixon is the guy to own. I'm telling you, I also told you that I had concern for the Dolphins. I told you the Jets were going to get one. People thought it was crazy. I said, get away from the Dolphins in knockout pools because I think the Jets actually get one in this spot. I told you about Kirk Cousins as well. I said, if not now, then when? But at the same time, I got some things wrong too. I can't fade that. You know, I got some things wrong. Listen, Buck Allen, who everybody liked, I liked him as well. He only got 23 carries on 14 touches. I told you guys about how much I love Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers, and he defecated the mattress, only getting five touches for 15 yards. That entire Bucks team, though, got blown out of the water. Looks like the Bucks can use Doug Martin back, okay? That suspension's lasting one more week, and it looks like the Bucks are going to be ready to ride Doug Martin. If you have been saving Doug Martin, you don't have to worry about this, like, oh, will he get his job back or not? It's going to be heavy Doug Martin. When they come back. Also, Richard Higgins only had two catches for 10 yards. People, we were high on him here at the Fantasy Freestyle. But this is why we don't overreact, okay? It's the same as like what we saw with Kenny Galladay after the preseason or after week one. That's what you really got to understand. And also, you know, when we come back, I'm gonna we're gonna open up the phone lines, okay, at eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I'm gonna try and help you guys out, whether it be Monday night football or some waiver wise if you have to deal with injuries. But also gonna talk about the quarterback position a little bit more. I told you about how running back was a young man's hustle. It's a little bit different for quarterback, and we're going to get into that when we come back. We're still here dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. We're opening up the phone lines as well. I'll take your calls at 844-843-6879. You could get at me at at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We got poll questions up, too. A lot of fun, and we bring it up to you, too. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Monday as we conclude week three and start to look ahead for the implications of week four. The phone lines are open. The number to call is 844-843-6879. My man Chris Bavona, the manimal, he'll take good care of you, uh, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Let me tell you what we also got going on. We got that Twitter poll question up there right now. I'm asking you. It's always interesting. I ask you which guy was your Fugazi. I also wish guy was your diamond in the rough. People are voting right now on Twitter. And for the question about the diamond in the rough, people say other, but they don't want to say who. But the question for the Fugazi, people are so quick to comment and they want people to know who it was that messed them up and how like, you know, they had it right, you know, mentally and, and, and strategically, but then, you know, the player just did what they were not supposed to do. For example, 30% of you guys say Travis Kelsey is the person that was the Fugazi that undermined you, but then we got someone starting Buck Allen over Cooks. We got someone, well, I, I like Fantasy Field Report who says, I took the win anyway, but Ebron and Carolina D let me down. Let me know. Don't worry about it. I still won. Check out this guy, Joshua Lewis Hill on Twitter that says, still had Gurley and Hunt, but it got ruined by Rivers, the Ravens D, and Tucker. And then also, you know, people are saying Kelsey, the Ravens D. You know, also think about, check this out. Costa had Cooper Cup, Mike Gillisley, Devin Funch, Jack Doyle, Kenny Galladay. Wow, that's a lot. All under seven points. That's a lot of people. You probably lost that week, but hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, that is... Like the only week it happens. You get out all the good, all the bad luck in one week. Like I said, we're going to go to the phones and we got your phones questions right now at 844-843-6879. We got a couple of questions up there right now. Let's go to the first one on air here on Fantasy Freestyle. It is Dan in New Jersey talking about the waiver wire. These are going to run on Wednesday. We're going to talk a lot of waiver wire stuff on tomorrow's episode of Fantasy Freestyle. Fab budget, waiver priority. But Dan, you're dropping stats over beats in New Jersey. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up, Dan? How's it going, man? Um, so pretty much I'm a little tight right now at wide receiver. I'll tell you who my team, what I got. Um, every week I have to start three wide receivers. So just keep that in my mind as well. Um, so I got uh, Matty Ryan, Dez Pryor, Tariq Hill, mm-hmm. Mortavius Bryant, uh, Macklin, Cobb, and then my running backs, which doesn't matter, but Bell, Howard, Gillisley, uh, Henry, and Mixon. Okay. And then um, the guys I got on wa- waiver wire right now is uh, Shepard, uh, Seth Roberts, uh, Paul Richardson, Geronimo Allison, Devin Funches, Ted Ginn, uh, Curse. So Decker, you can stop and- right there because Sterling Shepard yeah, is the yeah. answer. Sterling Shepard is okay. the answer, okay? Sterling Shepard is yeah. the answer. And I was going to get into this a little bit tomorrow, okay? Um, not guys like Geronimo Allison. That's a one-week kind of thing that just happened because Cobb was hurt, Jordy's banged up. However, Sterling Shepard is sustainable, okay? And let me tell you a couple reasons why. Number one, he is the number two wide receiver in this offense. It is clearly not Brandon Marshall. Sterling Shepard is the guy who's getting the targets after Odell Beckham. But what I've, what I saw 
saw yesterday, and this is one of my points from the Giants game, is that Eli Manning is going to throw, throw, throw. We have been talking about the offensive line for the Giants and how bad they are, and I thought it really was about how Eli Manning was going to get sacked a tongue. He did not get sacked as much, but that's because he's trying to get the ball out a lot and a lot quicker. What has happened is that the running game for the Giants has been absolutely trash, and that is not going to change. What I believe is going to happen is that the Giants are going to uh, pretty much kind of like, you know, abandon the running game, and they're going to ask Eli Manning to put the ball up 45 times every game. You're going to see Eli threw for 300-some-odd yards. They're going to throw the ball almost all of the time in their three-wide receiver set, and Sterling Shepard is the number two-wide receiver. I believe Sterling Shepard is a great add and someone who will carry value throughout the rest of the season, not be just one of these one-off kind of guys. We got Dan in West Texas. Dan in West Texas has a question about a trade of two big boys that he wants to ask about. Dan, you're in Texas. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, so my mother-in-law okay. wants to trade me Tom Brady for Le'Veon Bell. All right, and first standard of all, uh, thanks for the call. It's standard scoring. Thanks for that. That's uh, important information, Dan. I love that you were in your league with your mother-in-law. I don't know what the kind of dynamic is there, who's winning, who has the power and all, so I don't want to get too crazy. I do got to ask you, Dan, though, uh, who's your quarterback now? That's the big question. Uh, so I have Tom Brady, um, but then I also have Matt Ryan on my bench. Oh, so the Tom you you have Tom Brady. Okay, if you have Tom Brady and you have Matt Ryan on your bench, sure. Yeah, if if someone wants to give you a stud like Le'Veon Bell for Tom Brady, go and do it right now. This Atlanta Falcons offense, like I said, is scary and sustainable. If you can get Matt, still have Matt Ryan, the drop is really not that big. If it's a drop at all, and if you could acquire Le'Veon Bell, I think you'd do it. I do you do it and then run and thank me later. But then again, if mom if your mom-in-law has to win, I kind of understand. But, yes, I would definitely do this. I would take Le'Veon Bell back for TB12. But the reason is because you have Matt Ryan that you could plug and play right away. We got another question. It's Shannon. And Shannon is in Georgia. It sounds like Shannon also has a trade question. Like, I think it's great. So many people, like, propose trades on Monday. Don't get twisted by the recency bias. Shannon, did this trade have someone who really did really, really good or really, really bad last week? I'm going to tell you to, you know, you know, pump the brakes on it. But, Shannon. What's your trade? What do we got? Okay. Um, well, first of all, let me say thanks for taking a call. I've had a couple bad uh, three weeks with running back. I lost David Johnson week one, yeah. then Kelly, yeah. and then I lost uh, Sproles. Damn. So I was wondering if I should ship off Amari Cooper because he's been pretty bad for me because I'm pretty stacked at wide receiver. I can take losing him. I just wanted to know if you thought it would be good to ship off Amari Cooper for either Murray or Howard. Uh, so thanks for the call, Shannon. And the short answer to your question is yes. If you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm a little down on Amari Cooper, okay? I actually think Michael Crabtree is the wide receiver of note out there in Oakland. I think he's better than Amari Cooper. And if you've been having, if you have Cooper on your team, you know that what's been killing him are these drops. He has something like five drops already, and that is something that could drive you wild. Listen, Shannon, you said you already, um, 
are okay at wide receiver. So if you can uh, get rid of Amari Cooper and if that doesn't add a huge hurt to your starting wide receiver, then yes. And you mentioned Jordan Howard or DeMarco Murray. I would rather have DeMarco Murray than Jordan Howard. So if the DeMarco Murray owner is in trade negotiations with you, yeah, absolutely. I would trade Cooper for Murray, even though uh, you know Derrick Henry is over there in Tennessee. I would not be concerned about that. I like DeMarco Murray if you can withstand the loss at the wide receiver position. Go ahead and take it. We got Renee in Connecticut. Renee is in Connecticut. Renee calls the fantasy freestyle all the time. Happy to help you out, Renee. How can we what can we do for you right now uh, as we close out week three? You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle, Renee. Hey Speeds, uh, how's it going, man? Um just wanted to say uh, your your last segment, I think on Friday or Thursday, you you made mention to the the whole uh PR thing with the with the hurricane and uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I finally got in contact with my father and uh you know even though I lost my match this week, just being able to hear from my dad, uh it was it was really satisfying and knowing that everything was okay over there. So I appreciate you, you know, mentioning that and getting spreading word about any organizations that are out there because uh, you know, PR is in a really bad spot. So just wanna say I appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely, Renee. I have family in Ibonito and in Ponce as well. They, I found uh, my stepfather found an app that works as kind of like a walkie-talkie because I know so many people are still without power and are going to be without power for a while. There's apps out there that you could use kind of like a walkie-talkie if you still haven't gotten in touch with your loved ones. There is no shortage of disasters. We need to come together as, uh, you know unlike some people with their divisive comments. We need to come together and really help those in need. I completely agree with you, Renee. Uh, let's spin it on to football, my man. How can I help you moving forward? Yes, sir. So uh, should I give up on Cam? Um, because this is this guy, he basically, you know, uh, three interceptions. I mean, he's just throwing interceptions and more than, uh, touchdowns at this point. So should I just give up on him and roll? I got Alex Smith on my bench, or should I go for somebody that's maybe on the waiver wire? Thanks for the call, Renee. And I got to tell you something. As soon as you said Cam, you know, my, I felt crestfallen because one of the things that I wanted to mention in my biggest takeaways is that something's not right with Cam Newton. Okay, something's not right with Cam Newton. And yeah, I think the time has come. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, and I know you do, Renee, I was saying last week that like, if not now, then when? He threw three picks. This was against the Saints. This was at home. And now Kevin Benjamin, Kelvin Benjamin's even banged up. Yes, I think it is time to sound the alarm and cut the cord on Cam. I thought this offense was going to evolve. He didn't have to practice reps in preseason. He's got an ankle. He's got a shoulder. Yes, I think it is time to cut Cam Newton, I don't think you need him anymore. Alex Smith is someone you're going to have to ride out in the interim. What I want you to do, Renee, is call me back later on in the week and let me know what your options are. I'll continue to help you out and hope you and yours are safe out there in Puerto Rico as well. we got time for one more call in this segment. It's my man Taco and Bama. Taco, you're back on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you? How you doing this week, man? You 2-1? and one? What do we got? I will know tonight. I'm six points down with Zeke and Fitz left to go. So oh, you're good. You're good, baby. Uh, I, I want to know with Zeke's uh, with Zeke's trial coming up. Who in the world is his is his handcuff? Last week, Rod Smith's the only other one that got carries. Uh, is it Alfred Morris? Is it Derek McFadden? Who who is it? 
Yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question, Taco. And I know that, yes, uh, one thing you should know is that the court date has been set for the first week in October. Okay, so you're going to be okay for the next couple of weeks as it relates to Zeke. Okay, I think the answer is actually Alfred Morris. It could be Darren McFadden. But here's the thing, Taco. You've got a little bit of time. So you need to watch Monday night and see. You need to watch tonight and see who is that number two who comes on. I think it is Alfred Morris. Although it could be Darren McFadden as well. I would go with Alfred Morris right now, but you got a couple of weeks to find out. Okay, we got to hit a break. I got one more call out there that we're going to get to when we come back. John in North Carolina, hold tight. You're going to be dropping stats for beats on the Fantasy Freestyle right after this with your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Come on right back, guys. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down as we close out week three. Some people have injury risks to worry about. If they had, say, Darren Sproles in their lineup, if they had Samaji Pirine in their lineup, if they had Doug Baldwin in their lineup, and if you want to call in and understand what you need to do in response, the number to call is 844-843-6879. We also have, you know, Twitter polls up there right now. I want to know who your diamond in the rough and your Fugazi was. Right now, the biggest Fugazi was Travis Kelly. Kelsey, who only had one catch, I believe, at 30% of the people have him as their biggest Fugazi. A lot of people liked having Duke Johnson in their lineups as well. Only 52% owned, but he might be the back moving forward in Cleveland because Isaiah Crowell was not doing it. Like I said, you could hit me on the phone at 844-843-6879. You could also holler at me on Twitter. At Spittin' Speeds is the handle, but I got to tell you something. All right, I know I had a lot of people asking me questions right before kickoff at 1 p.m., I am on live at Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tune in and ask. We'll answer them on the show. I do have a question from Twitter I want to address right before we go to the phones. Uh, Malachi Mob out there on Twitter is asking, should I trade Kenny Galladay for Marquise Lee? I say yes. Okay, Galladay was one of these darlings that popped off. But you got to think, as things settle like this, and this is one of the things I always mention, like Galladay is really like the sixth option. In Detroit, and I talk about these offenses, I call them some greater than their parts kind of offenses. Listen, Stafford, who is playing like an MVP candidate, you know, he's got Golden Tate, he's got Marvin Jones, he's got Eric Ebron, he's got Theo Riddick, he's got Amir Abdullah. And now he has Kenny Galladay, but there's too much to go around. Marquise Lee in Jacksonville, however, is like the number one or two option along with, you know, Alan Hearns. So absolutely to Malachi out there on Twitter. Yes, I make that trade. And thanks for the follow. Thanks for asking me questions. I'm trying to help you guys out. I was just inundated on Sunday, so I'm sorry if I didn't get to you. All right. So um, 
Let's go back to the phones. Next one we got on the phone right now is John in North Carolina. I'm be taking as many calls as I can this segment. John in North Carolina, you are dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. Talking about a trade potentially for beast mode. Yeah, so um, I appreciate uh, appreciate you taking my call. And I just want to say, first of all, I remember calling a couple weeks ago, and you told me to pick up Tyreek Cohen. Good call, man. That that good kid, he's something special. Absolutely. Um, as far as the trade goes, yeah, yeah. So as far as the trade goes, it's uh, I got Stephon Diggs and Tyreek Hill, and somebody wants to trade either one of those for Marshawn Lynch. Is this a PPR or a standard league? It's a standard. I, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, man. Let me tell you something. And John, you have you mentioned two people that are very close to my heart on my personal fantasy team. Okay, my like biggest home league that I care about the most. I have Stefan Diggs and I have Tyreek Hill. So it was very easy to kind of put myself in your in in in, in your mind. And no, in a standard league, I don't think Marshawn Lynch. Listen, Marshawn Lynch is the kind of guy. He is kind of almost touchdown dependent. He's not going to do much in the passing game, and he's a guy that the Raiders care more about his real carries and attempts than really the yards. They're just trying to wear you down. I don't know that the production is necessarily going to be there. He's touchdown dependent. Meanwhile, Diggs or Hill can pop off on any given week. You saw it yesterday with Stefan. Can you digs it? And thanks for calling, John. Remember me. Yeah, Terry Cohen is going to be special. He's going to be a thing. I'm glad you listened to me there on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got time for a couple more callers. I got AJ. AJ is in Tampa. AJ, how can I help you? You got a trade question out there? Uh, I hope we're not overreacting to week three. How can I help you dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle? Hey, what's good with you, man? Uh, I got a trade for T.Y. Hilton for Chris Thompson. Is this PPR or standard? PPR. And I got Odell, Brandon Cooks, and Keenan Allen at wide receiver. You already have those guys, huh? So you got to don't need T.Y. I can't believe I'm going to say this. But in a PPR format, if you already have wide receivers and you just don't want to deal with the headache that is T.Y. Hilton, yeah, man. This volume is in the Washington offense is going to go through Chris Thompson. Whether Rob Kelly comes back or not, if Samaji P. Ryan comes back or not, Chris Thompson is going to be a real thing that continues, especially in PPR formats. They want him on the field. I said it at the beginning of the season. He is the Washington back to own. I would have never thought this at the beginning of the season. But, yeah, T.Y. Hilton is going to regress. Yeah, he popped off and had a great game yesterday. But you really think you can count on that week to week? Listen, when Andrew Luck comes back, and maybe he will in about a month, then you might be kicking yourself. But it sounds like you have some other wide receivers that can hold you down. If you need the help at running back, I don't hate this. I think it's crazy at the beginning of the season, but I don't hate this. I think Chris Tomlinson is going to sustain value for the majority of the season. Next up on the Fantasy Freestyle is Eddie. Eddie, you are in Albuquerque. We got a question that looks like about tonight's game out there in uh, out there in the desert. How can I help you? Dropping stats over beats, Eddie. All right, guys. So I'm down by two points. PPR scoring. Do I play Dez, Terrence Williams, or Colby or Cole Beasley? You're down by two in PPR scoring. Yeah, and the guy I'm playing has uh, Arizona's kicker Dawson. All right. Um, Listen, Dez is going to have Patrick Peterson on him. I think there is a chance. Listen, there have been games when Dez is on big-time 
cornerbacks opposing him, you know, whether it's Janoris Jenkins for the Giants or some other, like Richard Sherman in Seattle. And Patrick Peterson falls in that category. He goes away. You know who won't go away is Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, especially in PPR scoring, is going to get you four or five catches tonight. If you want to be safe, I think Cole Beasley is actually the way to go if you need to be safe. Yes, Des Bryant can pop off and get you two touchdowns, but I don't think that's going to happen against Patrick Peterson. And the, f- the funny part is, Eddie, I think you knew that also before you called in. I think you just wanted to hear me validate it for you. You would only be making this call if you were kind of off Des yourself. So I'm going to double down and validate that for you. I'm, I'm a little bit leery of Patrick Peterson maybe completely shutting out Des. I think Cole Beasley will not get shut out. And I think Cole Beasley may be the Dallas Cowboys wide receiver to go with. We only got two more questions we got time for out here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I got Chico out in Cali. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you on this, uh, you know, maybe you're stuck on the 405 or something out there in rush hour now out there in Cali. Chico, how can we help you on the Fantasy Freestyle? How's it going, man? I've been a long-time listener, uh, second-time caller. I called on Friday. Uh, I didn't speak with Mike Medica or yourself. I spoke with some other dudes, some young dude and some old dude that's kind of, like, loud. But um, let me just talk to you about the advice I got. What's up? I got uh, I got Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, uh, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Parker, and uh, I was told to bench uh, Stephon Diggs, you already know how that how that went. Right. I got three defenses: the Ravens, uh, the Dolphins playing the Jets, the Patriots playing Houston, and uh, I was told to start the Ravens. I mean, granted, I didn't listen to you guys about the defense at all because I didn't like the logic. I knew the Ravens had played subpar competition, and the the Jaguars went to Wimbledon or wherever that's at five years Wimbledon in a row now. Ravens yeah. first time over there, yeah, jet lag. So uh, I mean. Everybody's pretty cool. I noticed, especially uh, the black dude that be with Matt Madiga. But the dude on Friday that was kind of loud, man, for giving bad advice, that dude needs to check his ego at the door. But uh, for the rest of y'all, I like what you guys are saying. You guys have pretty good insight. Just uh, I'd like I'd like if you guys cross reference a few more things. But um, just thought I'd let you guys my two cents that you guys know that you guys almost cost me a win. But I do got Kareem Hunt after David Johnson went out. I picked him up and uh, I made the right starts. So it sounds like you're in good shape, Chico. Listen, man, on a week-to-week basis, we try and give you the information, but I think you're right, Chico. What you have to do is take everything with a fine-tooth comb, and you still ultimately have to be the matter, uh, you know, kind of in charge of your own destiny. It sounds like you did that with the defense. Obviously, the Stefan Diggs call, someone told you to take that out. You know, they were thinking that Case Keenum, because he had a bad game with the backup the previous week, you know, so I I could understand that as well. But, you know, people who were without Stefan, on Diggs certainly were not happy about that. But listen, Chico, if you got a question later on in the week, I'll be sure to try to help you out. But the truth is, you got to go with your gut. We here, we are experts. We give you what we can. But ultimately, you know, we can make you know we could make a story almost out of anything, right? And so who knows? Um, but I hear you and call on back. I'll try to help you out if we can. We got time for one last question on the fantasy freestyle. It is Mark in New York. Mark, we're bringing it back home here in New York, right outside Studio Thirty Four here in Rock and Riley's. Hey, Mark, you're in New York. When are you going to come by and see me over here at Rock and Riley Studio 34? We'll buy a drink. We'll watch the game together. How can I help you, man? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Dan. Um, I'm a little stuck for my flex for okay. this week. So I have Crabtree, Tyreek Hill, Wendell Smallwood, or Terrence West. For next week. So yeah. So listen, uh, and, and is it PPR? No. 
standard. All right, and standard. First of all, I, Crabtree, if you remember, Crabtree got banged up a little bit in Sunday Night Football, so we got to get word. I believe it was a chest injury, so we got to get word on how he's doing, okay? Um, so, you know, that's still up in the air. Um, of these two guys, if it's standard, if it's standard, I think Wendell Smallwood is going to get the bulk of the work in Philadelphia, and they got the Chargers next week. I think Smallwood is going to be an ascending back and could be like a low RB2, could be a flex there for Philadelphia. So right now I'm going with Smallwood, but you never know given what Crabtree's health could be. Thanks to everybody for the calls, okay? I wanted to also let you guys know, remember I said running back is a young man's hustle? Well, uh, quarterback is kind of like a mid-career hustle. And let me tell you why. We could add Big Ben and Rivers to some of these older sunsetting quarterbacks that go on the same breath as Eli and Carson Palmer. But let me tell you something. Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, they are now in the sweet spot where they are smart enough to read the mail and know how to make the changes. And then also, you know, they're not too old where they've lost their skills. I really think we're going to talk about this a little bit more. Quarterback is a mid-career hustle, whereas running back is a young man's hustle. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to tell you what I thought was the best sound around yesterday and all the anthem protests and what was really going on and how people were uh, disassociating you know, patriotism with the flag and the kneeling. Come on back. My two cents on that. Fantasy Freestyle. Fantasy Freestyle. Darren Sproles broke his arm and tore his ACL in that game against the Giants. Looks like his season is definitely over. And there was a lot of noise that this was going to be Darren Sproles' final season. So it could be the end of the career of Darren Sproles. I got to tell you, man, this has been a guy who has been doing it for years. Whether it have been in San Diego, in New Orleans, or in Philadelphia. Really a one of a kind in the NFL for this generation. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're dropping stats over beats with your boy, Dane Martinez, Fees, the spitting statistician. I told you that, listen, we saw a um, historic day across the NFL yesterday with uh, the response that the NFL had in what was a peaceful protest uh, to the comments of our president who, uh, you know, was calling them SOBs. A lot of people said it was divisive. A lot of people said that, you know, they, they needed, uh, Sean Payton said, we expect more wisdom in the office. I think it's really interesting that this is the battle that is being picked by the commander in tweets. Um, this idea that you have to really pick sides, you know, and really it's about labeling people as are you patriotic? Are you for social justice? Are you like, you know, are you uh, with NASCAR? Are you kneeling? And that's really what the commander in tweets is doing. And there were so many things that were out there, but I got to tell you, one that really resonated with me is uh, Lorenzo Alexander, the linebacker. Here's what he had to say in the post game um, in terms terms of what he was doing around the anthem and more to support his brothers in arms in uh with the shield of the nfl through that moment yeah you know obviously it was in response to uh our president's comments um as far as calling people that were um peacefully protesting sobs and for me um with the backdrop being uh charlottesville and calling uh, neo-Nazis and KKK members, you know, fine people, and it's a, it's a, it, 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 making that comparison and drawing a, a hard line versus NFL press for doing something peaceful, um, 
really touched me because um, the guys that are taking the media are trying to bring awareness to uh, some social injustices and inequalities that we have in this country. Doesn't mean that they're not patriots, doesn't mean that they don't love their country because we do. We, we have great privilege, privileges here. But as members of being a, a U.S. citizen, I also want to call, uh, you know, bring attention to things that need to need change. And uh, today I kneel. I won't continue to kneel, but I just wanted to kneel to show those guys that I have their back um, and that we're with them. Um, but I'm also with our military. I'm also with our country. Uh, but I don't think you can put us all in just a box and you have to draw a line. I have to be either for my country or for social justice. I think I can be for everything. So that's Lorenzo Alexander, linebacker, I believe, in the Buffalo Bills. And I think the point that he makes that is the one that I do, in fact, want to reinforce is that this labeling is really a big part of the issue. Whether you're labeled as Crooked Hillary, whether you're labeled as fake news, whether you're labeled as, you know, an SOB, whether you're labeled as a nice person, we could be so many things, a compilation of so many things, whether you're liberal or conservative or progressive, and we all are part of the United States of America, and here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it's almost like football is the religion of this country. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see if the NFL continues to be part of the culture Wars, but we're here to talk about football, and there is a football game tonight as the Cowboys go to the Cardinals. This narrative I've been talking about for week three of the home dogs, and so I'm going to keep on going with it. I think Atlanta, I mean, Arizona could get the job done. I think there was something of a blueprint um, last week with the Denver Broncos, and they really tried to shut down Zeke, stack the box, and force Dak to beat you with his arm. The problem is now with Des Bryant covered with Patrick Peterson, and I don't believe he'll be able to get as much separation. You got the honey badger there on Jason Witten. I don't know if Dak is going to be able to put the ball where it needs to be. Remember, Dak had only four interceptions all of last year. He had two last week when the Denver Broncos played with this approach. I think that's what the Arizona Cardinals will do. Try to line up all 53 men in the box against Ezekiel Elliott and then force Dak to beat them with his arm and keep coverage on Dez with Patrick Peterson, keep coverage with the Honey Badger on Jason Witten. That's why for the previous caller, I actually think Cole Beasley is the way to go and the safe way for that person to win their match if they're down two. I think they could get it done with Cole Beasley. We'll be back talking about free agents and fab budgets and waiver wire ads and looking ahead to week four as we bring you back tomorrow, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speed the Spitting Statistician, and you'll be listening to the world-famous and award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 